What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. I gotta work on another, another opening for this show, but <laughs> I know you guys have all told me that I open the same way. We'll work on it. Anyways, today's topic, I was gonna get into this at a certain point. I mean, it's kind of shocking I haven't truly done a tr full-on all-about-charity uh, podcast, but there was an awesome question asked in the Gilded server about charity and it's a question that the way it was asked I think was awesome it's not just like oh what's your goal when it comes to playing with kids no the, the exact question is what's the long-term goal from playing games for kids and parentheses if you had to choose very specific things to happen now first off I'm gonna tell you guys why Charity is so, so important to me. Number one, and this is no way, please do not get, I'm trying to puff myself up as some awesome person or anything like that. I'm just going to tell you what, I don't, I, don't, I don't like to make it sound like I'm bragging about anything, but one of my all-time favorite things is helping people. Anyone that knows me knows I love to help people, and not just in you know charities or Stuff like that. I'm, you know, anyone's ever asked for me, me for anything. I usually, if I can do it, I'll do it. You know, sometimes I'm late on DMs. I apologize for that. But when it comes to helping in any way, I usually am there. When you call on me, it, I'm a, I, you know, I, I'm a servant. That's what people call call them, people that with the mentality mentalities like me. Sorry, I just stumbled my words. The mentality I have is to be a servant to people around me. I like to help. You know, with our church group, we used to we used to collect coats every every winter, and we would go to San Francisco, and we would make like three hundred bag lunches, right? You know, uh, paper bag lunches, had like an apple, a water, a sandwich, you know, stuff like that. We walk around San Francisco, handing them out to the homeless under the over under the overpass and stuff like that. We would go down to there's a homeless church over there in San Francisco. We would go and we would hand out coats. And we would give out coats and this and that. And then uh, usually ha have like a big dinner with the homeless and stuff like that. And you get to see, there's there's a story. There's a story. And maybe some of you guys that were there in Atlanta for HRX, you may remember this story. And somebody, I'm not going to say who, somebody actually recently brought this up on their stream. And someone clipped it and sent it to me. And it kind of brought tears to my eyes a little bit because I don't do things like this for self-gratification, I guess you could say. But it's a story that no one really has heard. I never told it. Only people that were there saw it. But this person was talking about it. Didn't even know I was, you know, I was not in the stream, but they didn't even know that at this, at right now, I never even told them I heard it. But the first night we were in Atlanta, we were at a karaoke bar. And if you guys have ever been to Atlanta, it was kind of shocking to me to see how many homeless people are in the, you know, the inner city of Atlanta. And there's a lot. There's a lot. Of, they're just walking around everywhere. It was raining. It was storming. And we, me... Me, Crippler, and a couple other people would, you know, number it was, it was hot inside and stuff like that. So we would go outside and just hang out out front so we could hear each other and talk and just hang out, right? 
So, you know, there's a bunch of us hanging out on these steps in the front, and a bunch of homeless people are walking by asking, you know, certain people that were there for like a cigarette or something like that, or asking for change and stuff like that. When a homeless person would come up to me or, or from a distance, ask me for money. I don't mean to get religious on you guys, but this is just truly, honestly, what I do and what I did. And people saw it. Uh, I would tell the person I don't have any, anything. I, can, I, I don't have cash. Again, I will always sit there and tell you guys the only reason I was in Atlanta was because the community paid for me to go. When I was, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even exaggerating. In Atlanta, when I landed in Atlanta, I literally had less than a hundred dollars for that whole weekend. I literally had less than a hundred dollars in my bank account for that weekend. I was there. We already had the room. I already had my HRX ticket, and then I had I had less than a hundred dollars to get me food for each night and get me home. I'm not playing. Like, I'm dead serious. And so when these homeless people were asking me for money, I would tell them, I don't have anything I can give you. And then they would, they would like, you know, please anything to do. And my exact words would be, I don't have any money I can give you. What I can give you is prayer. And they would kind of look at me. They're like, yeah, I keep me in your prayers tonight. I said, no. And I, I tell them, no, I will, I can pray for you right here, right now. And they kind of were like dumbfounded. So I would, I would walk down the steps. I would put my arm around, you know, around these people and I would pray for them and I would hug them and then they would go on their way. Okay. And this person was telling this story on their stream and no, I will not send anybody the clip of it. I don't, I, I don't want to put this person out there. Um, I don't know if said person listens to this podcast, but uh, it, it really, it, I forgot about that in all honesty. And it honestly, to see how it impacted this person, it's not building myself up. It's the fact of knowing that you did something so genuine that it touched somebody. I, I, so they said that I, I did this to at least nine different people. In the matter of like an hour, you know, and it was, you know, I would stand in the rain with them. I would hug them. I would pray for them right there in their ear. And then, you know, give them a hug. I tell them I wish them the best, stay safe, blah, blah, blah. And they would probably hug me again. And then they walk away. And this person said, you know, I, I always knew Glock was a people person, very caring person, but that, that showed them a different side of me that I don't do this stuff for show. And I, and I really, I feel, I'm sorry, guys. I feel really weird. I hope I'm not wording this like I'm trying to talk about myself in a higher way. I'm just being honest. This is a true story. I, I don't like talking about myself like this. Um, but this person said, like, they, they saw my true colors. Like, they, they knew from my stream who I was, the things I care about. I care about charity. Everybody knows I care about charity. Everybody knows I care about people. But when you, some and somebody else there, and I remember this very vividly, and and they brought up the fact that after like the third person I did it to, they're like, bro, you need to stop like 
touching these people. Like, stop hugging these people. You know, like they're dangerous. And this is they're. And I, and I remember I told I my exact words, which is what the person said on the stream was, they're human beings. And that's that's a fact. They're human beings. You don't know what their situation is. And it's a very common misconception that all homeless people are violent or trying to rob you or trying to dupe you. Now, I'm not saying go give all your money to every homeless person you see, because there are people out there that are going that there there are people out there. And I'll, I'll, I'm going to go back to the San Francisco story in a second. But there are people out there that are dangerous. There are people out there that you need to be aware of. But again, they're human beings. And that's why I told this person that, that that's a human being right there. And sometimes all you need is for somebody to know that you care about them. And that's what I was trying to show these people in Atlanta was I don't have a dollar to give you because I really don't. But I showed you true, genuine care. That I could have just brushed you off and said, get lost, get out of here. No, I took the time because I care about you as a human being to go down there, put my arm around you talk to you, hug you, embrace you. And it, it, there was nothing to gain from it. This, this was what, almost two years, what, a year and a half ago. And this is the first time I'm ever telling somebody about it. I didn't come home and go to my stream like, yeah, you know, I was out there taking care of all these homeless people, hugging them. And this is the first time that I have heard somebody even talk about the situation. Because, and, because said person was talking about HRX in general and they and the question that was asked to them was who shocked you the most meeting them in person and they shared that story and it really touched me like I didn't think that that I didn't think anything of that right so going back to San Francisco and people being dangerous we stopped having to do those coat drives and stuff like that because the last time we went the last time we went it was a very cold winter and we 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 would bring you know kids i'm not i'm not talking about like 5 year old kids i'm talking about like teenagers okay we would bring the youth groups with us and get them involved and stuff like that cuz they 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 wanted to get involved the last time we went, it was a very, very ugly scene. People were trying to take more than they needed because it was so cold. Um, fights were breaking out because people were telling us they had kids and they didn't. And other other homeless people were not having it. And there was... It was very ugly. It was very sad. It was very sad. Very depressing. And for people's safety... Uh, we kind of we kind of stopped that outreach okay we still do things in different ways i won't get into a long story but we don't actually physically go there as a group anymore because of how bad that situation was like it it was very for me i don't usually get nervous in situations like that you know I was actually, I was pretty nervous and it put me in a different mode, as I can say, of standing there watching the events take place. So that, that kind of goes, goes back to where 
charity first started. The, the reason I'm telling you this stuff is kind of going back to where truly charity started for me. Not just, I mean, not not just that situation in San Francisco that, you know, what that, that story for San Francisco happened like I was 18 years old. You know, I was like 18 or 19 years old. I wasn't even, I don't even think I was married yet. You know, so that's how long ago that was. Atlanta was in 2019. But when it comes to, let's, let's switch switch over to where the actual question is from. The actual question about the long term for playing games for kids, where I want it to lead. The reason why charity for Valley Children's Hospital through Extra Life is so important to me. Uh, anyone that knows my oldest daughter and her story, we were told when she was born... She has a thing called pulmonary valve stenosis. And what what that is, number one, your pulmonary valve is one of four valves that regulate blood flow into your heart, okay? So, trying to think of ways. I know like the professional way that people say what pulmonary valve stenosis is, but so it's a condition in which a deformity, you know, a deformity is on or near your pulmonary valve. It narrows the openings. So like where it's harder to pump blood into your heart. Um, I believe it has to do with oxygen as well. But either way, it makes your heart work so much harder. And the thing is, it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. Uh, as you're, As the child is growing up. Okay. So I will never compare what I went through as a parent with my daughter hearing this to what these parents deal with in these children's hospitals. It just gives me, it gives me a better understanding as a parent how it may feel. Okay. So, I mean, number one, we were told that she had pulmonary valve stenosis. Um, and I mean, and when you look it up, it could be, I mean, it's like, it could be mild. It could be moderate. It could be life threatening. So it's like, when they tell you that it's like, well, how bad is it? So we were told, I want to say my daughter was not even two months old. And then we went to a checkup and we found out that she might have to have open heart surgery. Now imagine being told that you're two month old may have to have open heart surgery. I mean, everyone knows how dangerous open heart surgery is, especially on a newborn. Um, it was a new challenge for me and my wife and, you know, not knowing what was going to happen. Well, then we, you guys have probably seen the picture of my daughter with, you know, Extra Life has shared it. Extra Life has shared it. Uh, Valley Hospital, uh, Foundation has shared it on their on their Instagrams. You see my daughter with all the, all the little wires on her and stuff like that. Um, I forgot the name is. They have to like an echo. I think it's called an echogram. I think it's an echogram. I'm gonna look this up to make sure that I am not wrong. An echogram. Uh, it's an echo. Cardiogram is a test that uses high frequency sound wave. Yes, she has to get a full a, a full on echogram. Yes, that is right. So, 
it's an echogram and she had to get those like every other month uh to to see if the valve was growing with the heart cuz usually what happens is the heart will grow but the valve will not so the more blood that the heart needs the bigger the heart gets the harder it is to get blood in there you know what i'm saying so like, like yeah like i said I have sympathy for what some of these parents are going through. I know to, I, I get, get it from a sense of what they're going through. I can never understand what it's like to have a child with, you know, like cancer or something like that. I can only imagine what these parents or these families go through, especially like having my father-in-law who just passed away from cancer and seeing how bad that affects you and it affects your family. Imagine it being a child, right? So, I mean, anyone that knows me, I love streaming. I love content creation. I love baseball. I love football and, you know, mixed martial arts. I love, you know, charity stuff. It's, but there's nothing I love more than being a dad. Being a dad is the greatest thing I think I have done with my life. I, I love my kids to death. And I, I, I love seeing them grow. Um... So seeing children, I have a very soft spot for children, especially sick children. And that's where I get so adamant about children's hospitals, especially Valley Children's Hospital. It's a local hospital to me. Now, to go back to the pulmonary valve stenosis, sorry, I kind of I kind of lost track right there, um, but. My daughter, as she's gotten bigger, her valve has started to open up. Uh, we were told that more than likely she would have to always wear a heart monitor. She would always have to monitor her heart rate before and after physical activity. Like if you went and you played soccer, you have to have a heart rate monitor because it'd be very dangerous to have an elevated heart rate. Luckily, where we are now, she does not need that. Um, praise God, she is just growing like a normal little girl. And, you know, we didn't need to have any open heart surgery, didn't have to have any. She still has to go get echograms just to make sure everything is functioning how it's supposed to function. So, you know, it's something we, we still have to monitor it, but it's not a scary thing for us anymore. You know, it's. We're still aware of it. It's not like we just don't think about it anymore. We're aware of it, but we know that it's going in the right direction and there's not really a scare or something bad can happen. But that's that's where my... That's just giving you guys a background on me with charity and homeless charity and why I have such a soft spot for children, especially with children with health issues. Um, it's just the sympathy I have for parents and the love that they have for the child. And if in any way possible, I can help. Like some people, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've seen, there was a comment someone left on my Facebook post of the $10,000 you raised last year. And someone said, I don't know why you're proud of $10,000. It doesn't mean anything. $10,000 doesn't do anything. 
And I, I, I first thing I thought was, how can someone be that bitter? How can someone be that bitter to host something like that? Like, I felt sorry for this human being. It's something to be very proud of. And now we're going to have, I'm, I'm not going to get too into this topic of what the money goes towards. But I, I can go on forever about charity, but I want to get back to the, the main question, the main topic. But we're going to have my friends, Patrick, who works for Valley Children's Hospital, and my friend Natalie, who works with Patrick from you know, Children's Miracle Network. I will have them on the show at some point coming up to talk about like, you know, what they do, where your dollars go to when you donate to the charity and stuff like that. And yes, $10,000, you should be very, very happy we raised that in 2020. I mean, like I said, it's just appalling someone said that, but whatever. The long-term goal, I want... To continue no matter what we're doing in any way shape or form whether it's from streaming from podcasting my long-term goal is to always continue to raise money for these kids I really am looking forward to you know we talked about it before COVID and stuff like that I want to go to you know my local hospital but you know, I want to go to a lot of these local hospitals and meet these kids and see how we've changed their life. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I want to, I want to see the change that we're doing because I know we are. I mean, they're actually, I've been messaged before. And this is one of the reasons, by the way, guys, I know I play with people that cuss a lot. I can't control what other people do and say. But the one of the reasons I don't cuss on my stream is because I do know that there are kids out there. Like there was one kid who sadly passed away um, about a year ago. Um, I got a message from that he, he back when we were on Twitch, uh, he wasn't able to talk in my chat because he was underage. Um, but I did find out that he did watch my streams, so I never know who's watching. I don't know who you know. I don't know who he he wasn't at Valley Children's Hospital. He was um somewhere on the East Coast. I can't remember. I just remember the message I got on my Instagram that he watches my stream, all this other stuff. Uh then he he I saw that he passed away from it was a brain tumor. But I never know who's watching. So I try and keep my streams very clean. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, anywho, I try to keep my streams very clean because I never know who's watching. And if there's a child watching, I don't want them to see me. And there's times I know, don't call me out. I have my moments where I'm toxic, but I try my best not to. Okay, I know someone's going to be like, what are you talking about? You're not toxic on stream. I get toxic on there. I just try and watch my mouth a little, a little bit, you know. I got the bleep button for a reason. But my long again, my long term goal um, is I want to create like we have right now. Again, I'm not set on Glock's helping hands. That was just the name that came up, and we create our own team this year. 
but I really want to get a full-on team going, a yearly team of content creators that, you know, every year that we have a goal set and we make sure that we're continuing to help these kids. I want to get like an official, not just like a, I still want to do a podcast on teams like these random esports teams that everyone creates for their communities. I want to make a true on well-known charity team. And, but I, I want to take my name out of it because it's not about me. First of all, that's why I'm not a big fan of Glock's helping hands. I, I haven't thought of a team name yet. If you guys have a suggestion, DM me, please. I want to make a, an actual charity team. Everything we do as a team and a community is involved in charity. That's a long-term thing I want to do. You know, I want to do, have a team of content creators and a community of viewers and supporters that are all about charity, not just Valley Children's Hospital, you know, not just St. Jude and stuff like that, all around the country. Helping sick children all year long. Not and This is not a knock on Extra Life because obviously I got an Extra Life tattoo. I love what Extra Life does. Not just one game day a year. I want the main, the focus to be the same that I have going into you know pretty much every stream. Is I feel we had a successful stream every single time. I, mean, I could lose every single one of my games. But even if we just raise five dollars for charity, that's a successful stream in my eyes. And I want people on my team that have the same mindset. And I want it to be an every year thing going. And I can't see an end in sight. There's a long term goal for it. I don't see an end in sight for that. But I would love this to take it to new heights as well. You know, like I love seeing every year Doctor Lupo raising a million dollars, and then Twitch matches that million dollars. I want to go bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? I want to go bigger. And, and that's amazing. I'm not downplaying what Dr. Lupo does. That's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love watching those, those charity streams that he does when, they, when they've when they been raising that much. But I want to get to that point where we can get this. I'm not even going to cut this. Um, I want to get to the point I know people have said that I'm annoying with how much I talk about charity. I don't care. These kids are more important than my sub count. And that's me being honest. So if it annoys you that I care about charity, that's fine. But I want to get it to where it can't be ignored. I want people to see it. I want people to understand it. I want people to understand why they need our help. You know what I'm saying? That's where I, we're bringing Patrick and Natalie for it. I already had that kind of not scheduled a date, but I already talked to them about coming on the show. So that's an upcoming episode where we will learn more exactly how we're helping. Because I'm not going to say anything here and have any wrong information. I want to make sure it comes from them, from you know, from from the actual people that are actually there working. I'm just playing the game. I'm just entertaining, hoping to open people's eyes to these hospitals. That's part of my long-term goal. I want to make a team. I know I talked about with some of you guys in 2020. I was going to start my own like esports team or my own community team. And then I realized what these teams are becoming and they're crap. 
everyone going out there oh i joined so and so oh i just joined team so and so where now i'm gonna push all their codes for their g fuel and dx racers and have nothing to show for it and i'm just gonna make the people the top no i want to start a charity based team nobody on the team has any benefits but to raise money for charity now i will personally provide certain things to the team members and anyone can be a part of the team that's the thing it's not an exclusive team everyone anyone with the same mindset can be a part of the team that's what i want that's my long-term goal that's my what i have planned for the future for streaming for kids i want to get again i know i'm repeating myself i know i'm repeating myself but again i want to get to the point where it can't be ignored. It can't just be scrolled past. People understand that these kids need help. So if you guys would like, if you guys would like to help out with the charity, it's so easy to get in contact with me for the link. You guys can't find the link. I know a lot of you are going to be able to type this in because you're either driving or whatever. But if you guys wanted the link, it is www extra-life.org slash participant slash Glock 9 FB and I will put it into the description of the podcast it'll be in the description if you need the link and you would like to donate to the charity get in contact with me DM me anywhere ask you for the link you can probably find it in any one of my bios you can probably find it you, in my stream you can find it somewhere i have it posted everywhere but it'd be greatly appreciated if you want to get a part i have a team right now on extra life if you're a streamer content creator and you want to get involved and be a part of the team please let me know i will you know and get you the link to join the team if you'd like to help out in any way possible if you own a business or something that we can give away you want to sponsor a giveaway get in contact with me i would love i would love 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 the help if you know anybody that owns a business that would like to sponsor a giveaway, please, please ask them for me, you know, and you know, or ask me first, then we'll talk to them. But anyways, guys, thank you for listening. I hope I answered the question. If there's anything else I didn't an answer, please let me know. I look forward to having Patrick and Natalie on the show in an upcoming episode. We'll talk about charity more. Um and give you guys more information exactly how the dollar breaks down to where it goes to. Again, I don't want to give any false information out there. Or wrong information, not false information. But, guys, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And, again, if you're still here, I I really... Anyone that knows me, I don't like talking about myself. So, when I was sharing the stories earlier about, about San Francisco and Atlanta and the homeless, I'm just so adamant that that was not something I was trying to puff myself up about. I'm very... I don't, I, I didn't like really, I don't really like telling those stories because it, it, it almost sounds like I'm bragging about, look what I did, but it was just me telling a story of what, why charity is so important to me and you know why I do things like that. So again, guys, if you want to get involved, please hit me up. I appreciate you guys. Thank you to my community for all the work you continue to do with the charity. And I will see you guys on the next one. Peace.